Welcome back, Bucket Busters. I'm your host, Tim Johnson, and this is the Busted Bucket Podcast, locally grown here in Portland, Oregon, the city of roses, city of bridges, Stumptown, PDX. This is a show dedicated to Rip City and everyone who loves Portland basketball. On today's episode, I'm joined by co-host Blazer Ben. Blazer Ben, how you living? Bingo, bango, bongo, Blazer fans. We also have special guests straight from Denver, hosts of the Chicken and the Nuggets podcast, Noah Reynolds and Jacob Rupp. Fellas, how we living? I'm great. Yo. Yeah, Jacob, you could go. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what's up? Thanks for having us. Uh, I'm not, I'm not going to be named Nuggets Jacob, by the way, so I'm stealing that. Nuggets. <laughs> right yeah, on. I'm Nuggets, Nuggets Ben. Chicken. I'm going to steal Ben's first name. So. <laughs> yeah, I feel like good. Right on. I Thanks love for it. having us. I love it. Of course, thanks for being on the show. So uh, just a quick quick rundown of the show today. We're going to cover Game 5 with Blazer Ben and the Chicken and the Nuggets hosts. Um, We're going to go over some Blazers and NBA news, and that's kind of it for this episode. We're going to try and push this out real quick before uh, tomorrow's game uh, happens. It's an early game, right, Ben? Yeah, 5 o'clock, man. It's an interesting time for a game to start. Yeah, no kidding. So, anyway, before we dive into that, we need to give a word from our sponsor. Get a little more out of watching NBA games with Daily Fantasy. Every Norman Powell drive, Nurkic rebound, or Dame game winner means so much more when you're playing with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code TBPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. That's promo code TBPN for a limited time, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for full details. So we recently had a jersey giveaway through our TBPN network. Uh, our live drawing was on Sunday and Zozo Garcia was the big winner. Zozo Garcia, just to give you a quick shout out, man, you should be getting that Black Dame jersey within three to six business days. See, it just follows to, uh, it just pays to follow us up on Twitter. So hit us up, Busted Bucket. For sure, for sure. Yep. And don't forget to follow our hosts, our, our guest hosts on here too. At, uh, what, what do you guys, what's your guys' Twitter handle? Uh, we're at Nuggets Pod on Twitter because Chicken and the Nuggets was too long. So yes, at Nuggets Pod, <laughs> and then we're at Chicken and the Nuggets on Instagram. So it's going to be a marketing nightmare, but that's exactly what we're going for. There you go, <laughs> right on. Love it, love it. All right, guys. So Western Conference standings as of right now. I know there's a couple games going on right now. Uh, I don't have the outcomes if they finished just yet, but currently. Uh, the Jazz are up on the Grizzlies, three to one. Jazz done. Clips. Done, man. Oh, it's done. It's done now. So Jazz took it, huh? Yeah. I saw they were whooping them up pretty good earlier. Yeah. So, all right. So Jazz are moving on. We got uh, Clippers and the Mavs tied at two and two. Suns put a whooping on the Lakers on the last game. They're up three two. That series is done. I think. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> especially without AD, right? Yeah, and I think LeBron is also hurt. Or he was just embarrassed oh, did- about that game. He was walking out early. <laughs> I mean, I saw him. I saw him walking back to yeah, the locker room with just, like three or four minutes yeah, left. Maybe he was just whining. <laughs> but uh, that's done. That was. Go ahead with your thing. Sorry, I'm getting I mean, too can ahead you, of no, myself. Can you call it hurt? <laughs> can you call it hurt when it's his heart, man? I yeah, mean, I was just gonna say, broken heart counts for sure. It counts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so Suns are up three two on the Lakers, and unfortunately for us. The Nuggets are up on Portland, three to two. 
we've got uh we'll get into that in a second though because on the eastern uh conference we've got milwaukee and brooklyn playing in the second round that's gonna be nuts crazy crazy series i mean if i had to put my money on it i mean i don't know who i'd go for honestly but my heart wants milwaukee to win that'd be fun ain't gonna happen man nets are gonna stomp them i think they will too (laughs) (laughs) yeah We'll see. We'll see. And then uh, today, was it today? Yeah, I, Philly yeah. beat Atlanta? Yeah. No, then. Or, uh, sorry, not Atlanta. Uh, um, the Wizards. Atlanta Philly beat, New York. beat uh, the Wizards. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, East, yeah. If there's anything we learned from this is the East is, I mean, we knew it, but they're soft. I mean, those were the easiest oh, yeah. series, first round series of, uh, even easier than, I mean, come on. Those were ridiculous. And though yeah. <laughs> we're going to seven, six or seven in all of these series in the West. Um, the parody oh, is yeah. ridiculous. Well, that's where you get oh, into yeah. the, do you take the top, you know, top teams and mix them together and then go from a playoffs from there? Um, that'd be cool. Is that a thing? You know, you take, you <laughs> t- no, no, no. I'm just saying like, like a Not future yet. thing. You take the East and West, you match them one through, uh, uh, one through 16, and then you just go from there, you know? Sure. That way I feel yes. like you're going to get better matchups. You're going to get more of the three, two, you know, series, and you're not going to get the sweeps or the four ones, you know? Yeah. I, it's gotten worse for sure. Um, I think I think we should have a playing tournament before the playing tournament, you know, like an inception <laughs> of playing tournaments. Uh, let's just make it more confusing, like a, a soccer type division. Uh, <laughs> oh I yeah, love it. I love it. You oh, know, yeah. I actually that that makes me think of uh, Bill Simmons' idea of uh, instead of the All Star Game, you have two different uh, tournaments. Yeah. You have a kind of East Coast and a West Coast tournament where East Coast takes the top teams. West Coast takes the the bottom teams and it it gives them something to play for. Whereas I think it's I think he said something like the the top teams are playing for a guaranteed spot in the playoffs or something. Mm-hmm. I mean that that could be kind of interesting, man. And I tell you what, not I mean we're not diving into all star stuff, but yeah. I would probably pay more money to watch a tournament than I would the All Star Weekend. I don't know how Who you, are you guys paying to it. watch the All Star Weekend, man. Yeah. Unless you're, a- I mean, I'll go to. Yeah. Exactly. That's my point. Yeah. That's my point. I'm not going to All Star Weekend. I don't know how you guys feel. But yeah, well, I'm not going. Yeah, to All-Star I'm a rapper, weekend. so I'm at every All Star Weekend. That's oh, there you go. Happened. There you go. Yeah, right on. You got that media credential? Just walking through. Here's my badge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, no, it's getting dunked over next dunk contest. Yeah, exactly. There you go. That's nice. why. That's why they invited me. Um, right on. I mean, probably the most entertaining part of. NBA All-Star Weekend is probably the celebrity game for me. Yeah. yeah. Me Seeing too. Justin I'm... Bieber and Quavo every single year just ball on. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, guys. We might as well dive into it. Yes. Last night, mm-hmm. Blazers lose 140 to 147 Jesus. in a in dramatic fashion. The game goes into double overtime behind Dame's historic night. 55 points, 12 three-pointers made, 10 assists. The guy couldn't miss. He shot 70% from the field, 70% from beyond the arc. That's insane. Now, I want to start with my Denver peeps here. Yeah. What you guys take? Noah, Jacob, hit us. So, first of all, I know we talked before a little bit, but just how awful of an experience watching this game was as a fan. You know, with some <laughs> some uncut gems like just Benny Yeah, Chappie. that is what it uh, was. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I really didn't enjoy it. And yeah, it, it does bring up uh, harming memories for Nuggets fans of the four-overtime game, which really did swing <laughs> that series. I know the Nuggets won after that game, but it was 
a very pivotal game in that series. So it was, I'm just happy it wasn't uh, a couple overtimes less than that. So <laughs> what do you think now? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, man. Um, I mean, the, the Nuggets-Portland um, rivalry is continuing to be one of the better ones in the West. And unlike, you know, we made some enemies already on the podcast network, but unlike the Jazz and like <laughs> unlike the Lakers, I have a tremendous amount of respect for Portland because I like Dame and I like CJ um, and I like the team. And by the way, I like Mello. I'm still on Mello. Mello, you know, and Jacob, I think can probably may agree with me, but we grew up when Mello was the guy and he's our generation mm-hmm. and he made the Nuggets um important and relevant when he got drafted and you know speaking of rappers rappers started wearing his shirt and everything so it pisses me off that he does so well when he comes back to denver so that is when i get pissed (laughs) when he's just um hitting threes and stuff like that um but yeah yeah, i i that's why these games are so hard because like i don't really have any hatred towards the blazers like i do for some other teams but like um yeah, Dame is awesome. That game last night made me, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's just one of those other games. Um, one of those games that you just have to, you know, total respect, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it, w- it was definitely, to quote to quote my missing co-host, it was a butt-puckering game <laughs> for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm- uh, Blazer Ben. Oh, sorry, not to cut you off, Jacob. No, Go ahead, man. No, got I was to just going to say, I'm just in general very tired of the Nuggets and Portland Trailblazers yeah, playing basketball, too. though. And I feel like the teams <laughs> well, you know, also feel like that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard to watch sometimes because it seems like they're so evenly matched year after year. It's crazy. Blazer Ben, what's your take? Yeah, man, I'm, not, I'm a little sour. I feel like the game should have been done after that first OT. Yeah. <laughs> Dame got hit in his hand, man. You watch that replay. He made that three, and his hand goes like this. Any other call in the game, that's a foul. I mean, you got to admit me. That was a foul. We should have won that game by one point, and I'm sticking to it, man. I'm sticking to it. I mean, they don't have to admit it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we could go. Shaq Harrison's one minute of game time he played. Yeah. Yeah, you're a two-way player, Shaq Harrison, who shouldn't be in the playoffs. Like, what? Yeah, we could go tit for tat on the fouls or the players that shouldn't be in the playoffs, you know? <laughs> yeah. Our, yeah. Basically, yeah, our that, entire I mean, second, uh, our entire bench <laughs> was not playing basketball six months ago, uh, which is pretty remarkable. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Austin Rivers was playing NBA 2K two months ago, you know? Now he's uh-huh. playing real life basketball again. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I'm sure you guys and are tired of hearing that, too. We are, and he's, you know, usually not very good. <laughs> it usually, he, no. it looks like he's playing NBA, you know, he played not basketball for a while. He's like one more good game from being like a Nuggets folk hero, though, I think, I at know. this point. Yeah. He, he's, he might already <laughs> actually be like, <laughs> in the pantheon of like clutch, not even clutch shooting, just big shots, you know? <laughs> so like, well, I mean, if he comes back he, next season, has... you're going to see Rivers jerseys in the stands, yeah. man. You know, people are going to get those custom made oh, yeah. Rivers jerseys. Waste of time. Might, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I might that. see him in the next game. So, so that's uh, it's interesting because one of the one of the things we've been kind of really lamenting on all season is the Blazers' perimeter defense, and it seems like this a few games this series, the Nuggets couldn't miss from beyond the three. Do you, how do you guys feel like the Blazers have been handling the the perimeter defense against Denver throughout this series? 
Um, I actually think they've been doing pretty well, uh, especially with MPJ. Uh, only this last game five, MPJ was actually getting open threes. Um, so, uh, and, and <laughs> the Nuggets, as we are like mentioning, the Nuggets guards right now aren't exactly a huge threat. So I think they're actually doing a great job of, of um, playing Jokic a little more intensely and uh, kind of limiting his assists, um, which has been kind of uh, a surprise to me, I think, a little bit, even though, yeah, that's not surprising. But it's not all them just missing shots. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, it, it's similar. I don't know. I think that's one of the Nuggets' main concerns all year, too, was perimeter defense, <laughs> Especially even with uh, yeah. Jamal and Will Barton playing, too, even. Um, so that's, I think that's very similar. Yeah. How much are you guys missing Barton? A tremendous oh, amount. <laughs> so much. Cause when Jamal went out, uh, Barton kind of took over with Jokic as a two man game at the end of the, at the end of the game. Uh, because, uh, MPJ can't dribble the ball. His hands are stones apparently. So, uh, he can't do like any pick and roll with Jokic or anything. So he's also, he's always going to be that like kind of third other wheel. So. And he uh, got, yeah, I miss Barton so much. <laughs> got injured like a week after, or some sort of like 10 days after Jamal. It was just the most unbelievable. Uh, oh, we can believe yeah. it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at our injury history. We can believe it. Very good. <laughs> That's right. I, um, yeah, I thought the some of our, a lot of where our threes were coming from in those first few games were from Jokic, which was crazy. Um, and of course, MPJ mm -hmm. and then, you know, Jamichael will drop a few clutch threes. So like, really, we don't need the, for whatever reason, we don't need like a Dane. We don't just need a pinpoint uh, shooter for at this point, which would have been Jamal for us. But we need just a few of these guys um, uh, to, you know, hit the clutch shots and we'll just you know use our mvp to uh you you know do everything else i guess i think that's all it takes though is you know a couple of them see those three start going in and then the other people just start making them and then they just feel comfortable with it exactly i mean like we were saying austin rivers hit you know had 21 points and 50 percent from the field just that one other game and uh you know i can't i'm not expecting that to happen anytime soon again but yeah. um you know a lot of these guys have had just really random, and this has been throughout the whole season, really random streaky games. Um, and I think that's a testament. Uh, I mean, not in a bad way, but you know, the coach coaches played uh, a ton of different lineups. And so they've gotten a ton of different opportunities. Yeah. yeah that, that coach, still, you mean yeah. Michael Malone, not Mike. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> does he get pissed at that? Yeah. You know, yeah. A couple games ago, the, the sideline reporter, she, she does the interview. She's like, and now we've got head coach Mike Malone for the Nuggets. And he goes, it's Michael. Thank oh, you. Oh, no. I didn't know that. <laughs> on live TV, man. Come on. Live no, TV. I didn't see that. Oh, no. I hope our coach isn't a misogynist. <laughs> well, yeah. And on, our, on our big screen at the game, it introduces him as Mike Malone, too. And I just was um, like, oh, my God. Hopefully he doesn't look up at the screen. Well, I only call Devin Booker Devin now. I only call him that because he said he doesn't want it. So D-Book <laughs> is what he wants everyone to call him. D-Book, yeah. huh? All right. Yeah, and Michael Porter Jr. He goes by Mike, so it's very confusing Mike's yeah, uh, situation. Ah, see? And that, everyone now calls that just him Michael. Flow as well. Yeah, that and I have three, that doesn't I have flow three well. uncles named Michael, and they all go by Mike. So I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. Just we, we should all just stay confused. Yeah. Wait, so Real quick, I just want to bring up Capazzo. Yeah. <laughs> like 
Is he Kekosa? just there to irritate? <laughs> I mean, he's a 30-year-old rookie out there just, yeah, like, pushing around. Trenta Anos, correct. Yeah, yeah, I don't think I like... you realize how many Argentinian listeners we're going to bring to your podcast, too, by the way. Uh... <laughs> Love it. Love yeah, it. most of our listeners are from Cordoba or the Cordoba metropolitan area, which is, like, a pretty right big on. area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead, Jacob. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I love Faku. I understand he's like the worst, <laughs> you know, a little bit, just like a weird pest. Faku. That's that's what they call him is Faku. Yes. Yeah, they call him Faku. Oh, man. And apparently, yeah, Michael <laughs> Malone has had his eye on him for a long time. And uh, he, he loved his like pick and roll passing, which he is really good at. I mean, I'd love if he hit any layup whatsoever, you know, but yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, he, but he's he's definitely that pest though. That he's got he's like that that Patrick Beverly out there. Ooh yeah. no, we're not gonna compare him to Pat Patrick <laughs> Beverly. He, he just he he gets in the face, right? Yes. He, he, he he he's an irritant, a constant yeah. irritant. I wish we could find yeah, so, a more I mean, positive word than pest and irritant. What is like something like? <laughs> well, no, hey, that's he's, a good he's like thing a, in he's like an air freshener, something that just stays with you all the time, or some sort of shit like that. An axe body spray. There you go. <laughs> He's a body spray. Yeah, I like it. See, I'm I'm gonna from from the Portland perspective, I'd say he's more like like garlic or something. (laughs) Is that a Portland? It's not something you want to stick with you. No, I'm just saying. uh, We don't like compasso. Yeah, I love garlic. (laughs) It's Faku, Tim. So do I. Faku, excuse me. I feel like I need to bleep that out. (laughs) Yeah, he's amazing. I I think. Um, and again, I'm speaking for me. I don't want to speak for Jacob, but I like him because. First of all, I like soccer, so he plays sort of like a soccer player. So he's quick and he's he has those, you know, his mm-hmm. ridiculous, his bull crap, bull fooly passes are all like, <laughs> uh, you know, they're like a soccer player sometimes. And then he's also he's listed as five ten, which is no way that's possible. Uh-huh. Um, so like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a short guy, so I just I've always loved short ballers. You know, I I liked Isaiah mm-hmm. Thomas when he played on the Nuggets for. Four months, and um, you know everybody. Earl Boinkins was a former Nugget. He was one of my favorites. Wait, Isaiah Thomas played on the yeah. Nuggets yeah, before he went like, to the Wizards. No, he he wow. ended up just being. Oh, at the end we're of the talking bench. the more recent Isaiah yes, Thomas, not, not the NBA yeah. champion Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Somehow even shorter. I was Isaiah like, I don't Thomas. think he played anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> sorry, to, sorry to interrupt you. No, man. that was one, that's fine. One fear I have of Faku, though, that I've been scared of of the playoffs is him and Chris Paul have a history. So I think Chris mm. Paul is literally going to murder him on the court. So, <laughs> hey man, oh, hey man, whoa, hey man, whoa, hey man, pump the brakes. Series isn't over yet. Oh, I yeah. wasn't even thinking about that. I was just thinking in general, if it ever happens. <laughs> you know what though? I think Chris Paul got injured again, didn't he? Yeah, he did. But I think Baku got injured like, again last night. His balls once in that national play. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm just scared. He's just gonna. I mean, Dame kind of does that too, where he kind of takes it personally when Baku's on him a little bit, which is kind of a weird mm-hmm. uh, uh, deterrent. That uh, I think in the playoffs, Baku's gonna get advantage of for a little bit. So Dame yeah, should it's, it's weird. Dame should have taken it way more personally when Austin Rivers was guarding him and not Baku. <laughs> oh, definitely. You know. I, I will say uh, there was a, a, a time in, in the game last night that Norman Powell was having his way with Faku. Yeah. And I felt like the Blazers needed to capitalize on that, and they didn't. Yeah. I think they had maybe two or three plays that went straight to Norm against Faku, and then it just they just stopped. Yeah, and then – And I couldn't understand why. And he missed two open dunks. 
that was Roku, wasn't it? That was Roku. That was Roku. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it's weird because I, I did wonder why Nuggets were matching up like that because I like Faku and CJ a little bit more than Dame, you know? So, uh, yeah, yeah. kind of it was a weird matchup. And yeah, they didn't really go to it again, which is kind of odd because I like Norman Powell a lot too, actually. Oh, I yeah. Think. I, I think we all like Norman Powell, especially in his uh what, his game four performance mm -hmm. oh my goodness yeah and i think uh again him him on mpj has been really good i didn't know he was uh as offensive as that i think yeah you know we didn't well i mean personally i didn't realize how good of a defender he was mm -hmm. until he got here because i mean who who watches raptors games right you're not allowed so, to it's illegal in the, this country you'll get deported <laughs> see there you go <laughs> So, so I, I didn't know what we were getting when he came in. I mean, I knew he was a scorer, but, um, you know, I, I feel like as an undersized guard, he, he may play the best defense I've seen for a guy 6'3". Yeah. Well, he gets that hand up in there and he swats at you yeah. real quick. Yeah. You yeah. Know he's got, I mean? he's got he, those quick he's hands got, for sure. He's got MPJ, you know, with a couple turnovers from that too. And it's just like, he's a, he's a Faku irritant, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. to MPJ. Yeah. And again, MPJ has stone for hands. He can't hold on to the ball. He can only shoot it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But does so, he always kick his leg out though when he shoots a three? I, it, it he looks does bad. it a lot. He, he, and he, he's yeah. not good at it. So it looks really bad. <laughs> And, yeah. and his body yeah. makes it even look worse. Like he's like a stretch Armstrong legs or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like it never looks like organic or anything. Like okay, yeah. I just want to make sure. I just wanted a home perspective. Yeah, on it does that. look right. bad. Not and wrong. It is often correct. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> he's just too tall and weird. So, like you have to be a smaller body, I think, to make it. He's look got good. that. He's got that <laughs> Kevin Durant body hint. <laughs> <laughs> Putting out that Kevin Durant scoring. <laughs> yeah, right. So, so Nuggets guys, yeah. what are you what are you looking forward to in 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 the next game or possibly two? What what are you what are you looking to see from the Nuggets? What are you maybe what are your your uh, biggest worries uh, from the Blazers? Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it, it's it's uh, Damian Lillard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if there were if there were three things it would be damian lillard yeah. damian lillard damian lillard well yeah. the other thing go ahead jacob i did have it cj mccollum played like um poo Trash yeah. All yeah so if he suddenly starts to play well that's a huge uh that's it makes things really different yeah yeah, I mean, I think at this point it's like, well, all right, Dane's gonna get his fifty points <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. it's like we can't, you can't have other people uh, beat you like that. Um, I know, like Anthony Simons and Melo had a good game the first game, you know, which is a big reason that I think the uh, Trailblazers kind of were on top of it a little bit more. Uh, but you know, I'm I'm really interested to see how the Blazers. I want to know what you guys think uh handle Jokic now because they've been I think really smart about not doubling him and then you could see at the end of the OT the second OT and I think of game three Nuggets won they started to double a little bit and that's the one Austin Rivers got a bunch of threes off of assists because Jokic is mm -hmm. really he's really wanting that double and <laughs> Blazers are really doing well not doing it but at the end of games yeah. I'm, I'm really interested do you guys think he'll they'll keep on like straight up playing Jokic Blazer Ben. With Nurk, yeah. 
I mean, they're going to start. <laughs> as, as soon as Leadfoot Cantor gets in there, man, you know, Jokic just plays right around him, yeah. and they have to get a double, you know, especially especially on the baseline. If he comes that way, it's just going to be an automatic little flop shot that he does. Mm-hmm. And that just just baffles me, those shots that go in sometimes that he throws up there, you know. Sometimes he goes like this, whoop, like completely sideways, and it goes in. And you're just like, wait, what? What just happened? But, you know, staying home on the three-point line, you know, we have to. If we, if we don't, if we double, I'd, I'd rather give up a two to Jokic mm-hmm. than a three to MPJ or a three to Rivers. Or anybody, or, or, really. Or Monte Morris or someone like that. I don't want to get their self-esteem up. You know what I mean? Jokic is going to have it regardless if he's making his shots or not. So, you know, as long as we keep the other players uh, at bay, you know, I'm, I'm fine with the single defense. You know, just as long as we can keep Nurk out of foul. Yeah, trouble. what is the over-under of him getting fouling out <laughs> again in the next game? I seriously but will put you, money well, on Well, I, I, tell you, I tell you what, he's fouled out of more games than he hasn't in this series. He <laughs> sure has. <laughs> so, I, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> uh, but that, that flop, though, on that offensive foul, with, you think he's going to bowl over Jokic? No. <laughs> He's not. Jokic just went like, whoa. It's so funny. Like, hey, offensive. Jo- Joker's lost some weight. Yeah, you know? that's... Uh... Nurk probably has like 40 pounds on him. <laughs> that's what I mean. They played so much. Uh, they played each other so much. Jokic knows he's going to have another hit right there. <laughs> he like yeah. takes it like a bullet in John Wick or something. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, th- I think you guys asked, you know, what, what what we thought about, you know, these, these next game or two. Yeah. Um, I think I think the biggest you know game changer for Portland is going to be whether or not Nurk can stay in the game. Uh, you know he's he's fouled out of three of the five games. Um, you know one of those games, I don't know how you guys feel, but it, it was questionable the amount of you know calls Jeez. and and and, yeah. and the how quickly he got them. Um, but you know it's it's also up to him, man. Like he's he's got to know that regardless of how the you know we perceive the refs are calling the game it's going to be trash regardless right like like you should just expect mm-hmm. the officiating is going to be trash because it always is it's you can't be perfect right and you know nurk's got to maybe play for that start playing a little smarter don't take those dumb fouls like the the the, the Sixth foul in this last game Gordon was the Dunn. dumbest foul right the Gordon <laughs> was the Dunn. dumbest foul yeah yeah uh-huh. Like, come on, Nurk, man. What are you thinking there? Because without Nurk to defend Joker, we really don't have anybody. And and like what you guys had mentioned, at that point, you have to send the double. Mm-hmm. You have to try and front him and deny him the ball. And, you know, I thought I thought Robert Covington did a great job of defending mm-hmm. against Joker when, when listen, Benjamin. <laughs> for, for the listeners who can't see, Ben is shaking his head. But I feel like no. he put in a lot. That's of, one look, of my notes I wrote down, man. Look, in my in my very humble opinion, Robert Covington was the second best Blazer on the court last game. He put in what do you have? 19, 19 points. What was it? He had yeah, 19, nineteen points, eleven, 11. rebounds. Um, you know he fouled out, but the guy. You got to think of it this way. The guy's got to pick up the slack for Nurk, who can't stay on the floor, and Cantor, who hasn't been a factor all series. So the fact that that guy fouled out in was it the the double the second overtime? Yeah. I mean that's a testament to how well he had and smart he was playing. So you know I think the the biggest thing for the Blazers is uh, I like 
I like what Noah said, CJ's. I think it was Noah that said it. CJ's got to play better. Nurk has yeah. to stay on the floor. And Dame's got to continue doing Dame things. Mm. Yeah, CJ can't go seven for 22 again. No, no, there's, there's no way. Yeah, he was. He can't. He's got to hit those little floaters. Missing bad too, which was surprising. And he, that stepping out of bounds thing, that just like mental mistake at the oh. end, that was uh, like a real heartbreaker oh. and like something oh, yeah. CJ doesn't do. And it's like CJ's also just like one of the most well-spoken and nicest, you know, dudes. Mm. Um, and obviously, you know, Dame is up there. But it's yeah, it's it's a bummer when you don't see. I mean, it's not a bummer last night, but like when you don't see him <laughs> For do us, well. Or oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, it. You guys probably don't follow any uh, Blazer Twitter or anything. I do. It was. I have a question, by the do way. You? Do you know the flagrant? Uh, this okay. is sorry to interrupt. Do you know Flagrant Magazine or any of those um, basketball people? You know, I don't know Flagrant Magazine. That's okay. Enlighten us. Enlighten well, it's us. okay. It's like uh, they're um, they're Portland Trailblazers people and. Uh, okay. Is it headed by Rasheed Wallace? No. <laughs> oh no, that would be technical magazine. Yeah. Never mind. It, they're Portland people, so I thought you might know. But go okay. ahead with your thing. Well, we're we're gonna have to look into yeah. that. Um, now I kind of forgot where I was going with this. Twitter, Portland Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah. So Portland oh. Twitter. Thank you, Noah. So Portland Portland Twitter uh, was actually pretty down on on CJ yeah. last night, and and you know I, I want to say rightfully so, but at the same time, like he's still the number two guy on Portland, right? And uh, but man, you guys, I. You say you follow some some Blazer Twitter, but it was insane the amount of people putting out there to trade CJ. Yeah. That, now, what do you guys? I don't say? know if you guys. I don't know if you guys have been in a, a similar situation in Denver. <laughs> yeah, how when we lost by almost forty in Game Three against the Utah Jazz, <laughs> and we were ready to trade yep. every single person. And also uh-huh. hang Michael Malone by his ankles in downtown Denver. <laughs> yeah, that was less than uh, a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, Jamal Murray for the Harden rumors too a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that was you know? less than <laughs> six <Yeah>. months ago. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, shoot, we had some we had some Harden rumors ourselves earlier this year. So, yeah. uh, you know, I, I guess I guess my question to you is if you had. Any words of encouragement for Portland? I know it's hard to do because you're you're a Denver pod, you're Denver guys through and through. But if there were some encouragement for Rip City, what would you say to that? For for Rip City calling out one of their own, saying trade him, trade him. Um, that surprises me. Um, first of all, I would say in the um, echelon of NBA duos in the last um, in you know this era. Um, I CJ and Dame are certainly up there. I mean, you think of like um, Clay and Steph and CJ and Dame, and there are—I I mean, there are a few others, but very few have stuck around and have the longevity that those two guys have. Um, mm. And that would be my first thing. I don't even—I mean, I—I, I, um, you know, I mean, hopefully Jamal and Jokic kind of get to that level at some point. But I don't know, just them—the fact that they've stuck together so long and have that experience and everything is um something to keep in mind 
That would be my point, yeah. is that Nuggets have also been through a lot of adversity in the playoffs, <laughs> like losing to the Blazers two years ago and then losing in a play-in game to the Minnesota Timberwolves the year before that, you know? And that's like yeah. the same core of guys, uh, plus or minus a few, you know? So uh, I, I I do think uh, it's kind of hard to uh, see that <laughs> in the moment, you know? But uh also, it, it, it's just one of those things where Dame was so good that anything like besides it is not going to look as good. You know, it's kind of like if you see like a brand right. new iPhone and then someone has like an iPhone 8 or something, it's like, well, it's still an iPhone and really good, but it looks yeah. so much <laughs> like less expensive. Yeah. Also, NBA, so go I, ahead. Well, I, I'm glad you had, you had mentioned anything besides Dame just doesn't look as good. But I will say in that in the two overtimes. Yeah. Blazers lose. They they also scored 19 points in both overtimes, right? In, in both th- throughout the the two overtime periods, Lillard had 17 of those. <laughs> so yeah, mm-hmm. everything else is gonna look terrible because it was terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is the problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like that's again. That's probably gonna be you know the Nugget strategy is kind of just it's so similar to the uh, Portland strategy against Jokic. It's just like. All right. Well, we can't stop Dame whatsoever, so we're gonna have to mm-hmm. stop everyone else and make sure CJ isn't comfortable. Be- yeah, or he'll, you know, yeah, he was like, I think he was the top scorer in that four overtime game too a couple years ago too, CJ. So uh, yeah, he was. Yeah. Yes, he was. So uh, uh, obviously that can happen, especially to the Nuggets. I always like to. There's a, a couple of players, you know, that always go off against the Nuggets, and I put CJ in that call too. So he terrifies me for, to this day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right I mean, I think I think one plus of the game. I mean, we were talking all these negatives. I think the one plus is even though we started 0 for 8, you know, stuck in a big hole, which is what Portland does, is we like to just dig ourselves out of that big hole in the first half. Yeah, what you was know, that like? We 22, went, a 22 point hole? Yeah. Yeah. We had, they had a 22 point lead, and we went on a 23 6 run to end the half, and only were down by three at halftime. That's a big morale booster at that point. Probably lifted us up. You know, which kept us in the game as long as we did. You know, if we wouldn't have been in uh, uh, down by three at half, I'm sure the game would have just been toast. You know, it would have been bench players all fourth quarter. So, but you know, I just got to give them props for that, sticking in it, being heady. You know, sure. making the shots even though when they weren't going in. You know, starting 0 for 8, real tough, real tough. Especially when I think Denver started like six for eight. You know, and those were all threes. Yeah. So you know, just to stick with it for that longevity of the whole entire game and not to give up. You know, it just shows how headstrong our players are. So, you know, they're not giving up. We're going to come back strong tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific. Oof, rough, rough starting time. <laughs> yep, that's, yep. That's too early. So, <laughs> so earlier earlier we, we had talked about uh, Nurk staying on the floor, and I kind of want to get your perspective on how you think he can stay on the floor. What 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 do you think he needs to do to stay stay out there? So yeah, it's it's really hard against Jokic because he's he's kind of figured it out <laughs> a little bit, or yeah. or he he's just so smart and he and he and he definitely figures out how to play into that. Like he knows that if he gets him fouled out, there's a great chance you know they're in good shape. So he he knows that. I think a, a lot of it is is kind of like you're saying. It's just a little reckless on like other people other players drives and stuff like that you know like he's probably gonna have to stay home and and not uh pick up a foul or an and one um i think he's done it to gordon like a couple times now you know and uh that's just stuff where you probably just have to like eat it and or 
Aaron Gordon might miss the layup too, so just let him go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, just like yeah. frustration and really, I mean, it sounds dumb and cliche, but just keeping his head, you know, the guys know each other, they played together, you know, he was dumped out for Jokic. Jokic is an MVP now, it's probably got to piss him off. You know the Serbian Bosnian thing that's got that goes back centuries. You know, so I you know I don't and I'm no historian, but like that that's got to be definitely a factor. Um, but yeah, just being sure to keep a cool head and um, yeah, I don't know. It's also yeah, like Jacob said, it's he, he's like one of the very few guys in the whole league that can really get into Jokic's skin, and he's still he's still following, you know, fouling out. Um, so that's another testament to, um, you know, the greatest Eastern European basketball player of all time. We're all witnessing. <laughs> I think, I think, I think Nurk's problem though, is he gets a lot of back-to-back fouls within like 30 seconds. Yeah, but that's him. That is him being dumb. Honestly, there, that, it wasn't just that last game. There was one where the, the I think it was game one. It's been two yes, games. Yes, there was, there was oh, a game one where they were, it was on TNT and Terry Stotts didn't pull him out. They were like, well, that's his fifth foul. It's really weird. They're keeping, uh, Nurk in, and then he goes down the court. Oh, wow, that's weird. Seconds yeah. later. Like, oh, it looks yeah. like they're, uh, he's got his sixth foul. <laughs> yeah. yeah, with stupid, nine minutes left stupid, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Stupid offensive foul, too. It was so, so bad. Yeah, so those things are mental mistakes and have nothing to do with him guarding Jokic or anything. So, uh, yeah. yeah, he can be better. Have you guys been able to go to any games? Not yet. Oh, um, well, Jacob. No, yeah, I I went to uh, I haven't gotten to a playoff game yet, but I went to like the first game Nuggets uh, had some fans because uh, my fiance is in healthcare, so we want to raffle things. They just did so. Oh, nice. Uh, so yeah, it was it was really cool. It was a uh, weirder experience. Uh, I think even less people than there is now, so it was like super dead. Uh, but I loved mm -hmm. it. Uh, have you guys gone to a game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I went to the the first home game. They allowed in, uh, what was it, 1,600 fans? That's it. Oh, I mean, our arena holds 20,000. Yeah. So wow. to be one of 1,600 people in there, I uh, just felt fortunate, first off, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to have a connection to get tickets uh, through a season ticket holder because they, they sold out immediately to all the season ticket holders. And it was a Blazer-Laker game, too. Ooh. So, Jeez. you know, I, I didn't care where I sat. <laughs> I was there, yeah. you know, and it was just, it was kind of eerie. Uh, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie though. I got a little, you know, tugged on my heartstrings. Got a little teary-eyed at those introductions. Yep. You know, just to be back in the environment. And yeah, and uh, Tim and I have been fortunate to to be to both both playoff games oh, too. Awesome. Uh, mm -hmm. So, you know, Tim can talk to talk his playoff experience. Yeah, I mean, it was great. I mean, uh, up until this point, I had only ever been to one playoff game um, in my entire life, and so. You know, being fortunate enough to go to two this year was pretty awesome. I mean, game three kind of sucked, but um, just just being in that atmosphere, man, it was it was crazy. Just it's it's weird the contrast between you know knowing what it's like going to a packed house versus what was it? What was it that game three was it? Eight thousand fans, Ben? Do you uh, yeah. remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eight thousand fans. I mean, it was it was kind of weird, man. It, it it was cool because it was it was louder than what you would hear. You know watching the games on tv uh which us blazer fans had to do for a long time yeah. because we were the last team to allow fans in the in the arena but um yeah man i mean just just like there's something magical about actually being 
at the games and and especially during the playoffs man like people were going nuts i mean not not as crazy as some fans these days but <laughs> getting arrested and, and to be and, without your phone the entire game four <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so i i mentioned on the last episode um uh the last game we went to i was i was prepping <laughs> to do some some podcast twitter stuff and uh right at right before player introductions stand up phone drops to the floor because it's on the seat right and the seats fold back uh, yeah. right mm-hmm. that thing flipped back and fell through the bleachers oh. like through the risers fell down like a story onto concrete oh, whoa. and i was like well i guess that's it for i guess i'm not doing any podcast stuff today uh, <laughs> yeah but long, long his story wife short, his wife texts me <laughs> it's like tim <laughs> lost his phone i was like oh great <laughs> long story short uh got my phone back it was fine it was whatever i just couldn't do any uh any post during the game but yeah. um it's like my biggest fear is that, that's okay something over the railing like that yeah <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but you know it, it was it was probably for the best because that was a, a great game i think we we were kind of blowing out the nuggets the the whole game um i think at one point we were up by like 33 or something and um you know it was just it was it was a fun game to watch there but yeah, man. Uh, being at the games is pretty awesome. It is. Fu- I, I love yeah. it. It is funny when they do like a dance cam and it's like the same five groups of or five families or something. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like we, yeah can only, exactly. we can only see these people, so this is all. That's what I was so, always so. thinking. It's funny. People are doing. Yeah, exactly. People are so pumped in uh, to do the kiss cam. It's like you're gonna get on the camera. Everyone gets on the camera. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't do a kiss cam, but but the uh, the crowd did try and do a, uh, the wave. Oh, idiots! Which I I hadn't seen in a game for a while. Yeah, I hate I mean, that. Like, but years. when you're blowing out a team so bad, yeah. you know, I mean, <laughs> so, like, I you got to do something to entertain yeah, yourself. I, uh, yeah. I've been watching the Knicks games at MSG. First yeah. of all, because I'm into the Knicks this year, but I just because the it's they've had like fourteen or fifteen thousand there. And they've been going nuts. Yeah. So I've been per- turning on the game and then just turning it like on the big uh, volume in my house and then just like walking around. And it just like feels really <laughs> cool. And like, I'm yeah. an insane person, but then just like cooking dinner <laughs> and having like the game and the crowd and stuff. And it feels like a real actual basketball game for once. Um, and it's, it, yeah, it may, it may, I haven't been to a game yet, but it, yeah, it made me emotional a little bit watching those Knicks games, which isn't even my team. I could care less about the Knicks right right now but those game last night at at ball arena which is our new thing now is uh those were super that's a jar company right it's a jar and aerospace defense company it's recycling (laughs) oh wow yeah it's recycling yeah oh it's not the little canister jars yes it's a canister jars (laughs) but they make bombs and missiles also (laughs) yeah interesting array of products okay exactly so recycle or else we'll you know (laughs) kill you <laughs> i don't know if portland knows too but we now have the ball arena and dig sporting goods park so i don't want to make a joke because this is a family podcast but <laughs> there's definitely a joke there for your day adults at home because... all in uh, it's, it's it's somewhere over there yeah. are you guys it's somewhere do you guys are you, do you guys like uh, the timbers do you guys watch the timbers oh yeah cool. i imagine oh, yeah. what else do you guys do there just the, your two yeah, I mean, sports we... We drink beer. Sure. Well, and... no, I know. I'm in sports. You guys watch <laughs> running. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to get the Oakland Athletics, man. Oh, That's that would be get. cool. We're going to get the A's. That would be very yeah. cool. That would be awesome. Got, be you cool. know, a proposed stadium right on the river. It's going to be oh, sick. That would be awesome. You know, yeah. 
But I feel you know, like, Las I feel Vegas like we're getting off get topic it. here. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. True, true, true. Why'd you do that, Ben? And as we digress. <laughs> yeah, let, let's let's hey, blame it on Timbers. <laughs> all right, so I guess it's safe to say we're all kind of looking forward to, to what we see in the next game tomorrow, uh, 5 p.m. Uh, Pacific. Um, yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully, the Blazers extend the series. Um, if not. You know, uh, good luck to the Nuggets. Um, we hope you guys become the uh, against the Suns, the NBA, mm-hmm. the NBA champions, so that we can say at least we lost to the champs. Nice. But uh, let's let's move on to um, other Blazer and, and NBA news. So uh, I think it was yesterday. Uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, uh, as we all know, has retired due to health issues. Says his biggest regret was not forming a better relationship with Dame. Mm. Blazer Ben, I want to get your reaction to this. Yeah, man. I mean, there was turmoil in the last year between the two of them. You know, one didn't want to step back from the other one being the leader. You know, Aldridge realized that Dame was becoming more of the face of the franchise, and that wasn't sitting well with Aldridge. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he... he used his health issues he wanted to go home to texas you know where his family was because he doesn't see his family at all i mean props to the guy for playing with that heart condition too though you know big props to that you know which is why he retired but you know i, I just feel like their, their their heads were too big they couldn't fit through the door together you know um i would have loved to see lamarcus aldridge greg odin and lillard you know in the 62 games that they played together the three of them they were 52 and 10 Okay. Oh, I did the big three. 52 Well, that's all that Greg Oden played was 52 games, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I would have loved to have seen that. You know, he he was complimentary to Dame, you know, with his pick and pop too. Mm-hmm. You know, he could hit that long range, that 18 foot, 20 foot shot, uh, 20 foot shot that he can get right off the uh, the pick and roll with Dame. You know, like I said, they would have been complimentary to each other. Uh it's just the it wasn't what well, the game wasn't big enough for the two of them here in Portland. So, you know. But I don't know about retiring his number. Yeah, I'm still, the jury's still out uh, on that one. I saw some b- yeah. like backlash about that. That you guys aren't, aren't really hot to that. Well, here's I, I think here's the thing: is he kind of he kind of burned his bridges here a little bit by uh, saying that he wants to be the greatest Blazer ever, and then promptly leaving to the Spurs shortly after. So I think a lot of people um, kind of held some resentment towards him but at the same time like he was he was pretty crucial for us in a couple of those playoff runs um but you know i think the the biggest unsung hero for us is brandon roy i don't know if you guys uh remember watching him play or not but he was he was the guy that kind of turned our franchise around and a lot of people are upset that you know the blazers are talking about retiring aldridge's jersey before they retire Roy's jersey. So wait, it, was it was it Roy, Roy Aldridge and Odin? Yeah, I was gonna say you my said bad, Dane. My bad, my bad. Quick I edit. Uh, that was Roy Aldridge <laughs> and Odin that were fifty-two and ten in sixty-two games. Not Lillard. Yeah, it's okay. I'm not gonna hold that against you on this episode. Hey, call me out, man. Call me out. I'll, I'll, call, you out. I'll call you out later. I'm saving. I'm tucking that in my back pocket. <laughs> That's so funny. I feel like we're gonna get into a similar talk and Nuggets fans at Sunday with uh, Carmelo Anthony and Jokic having both 15, which is like <laughs> the yeah, weirdest. Dude. Uh, uh, yeah, dude. So uh, I don't even know what's gonna happen with that at all. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, as as Nuggets fans, you have to retire Melo's jersey, right? 
You have to. I think probably. So. <laughs> probably. We probably do. <laughs> I mean, my favorite Nuggets team of all time is with Melo and Chauncey Billups, and Chauncey Billups doesn't come without Melo, you know? So uh, right. I also been... wouldn't probably be a basketball fan without Melo and those Nuggets teams either, which is. Well, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, people in, in Denver. But, like, Allen Iverson, hello? Yeah. Yes, that yeah. was the biggest, that was the biggest, like, yeah. get that the, any Denver sports teams got until, like, Peyton Manning. I remember them announcing it on the school, like, loudspeaker. They're like, and the answer is the answer. <laughs> what? No, I don't know. That's... <laughs> uh... <laughs> I remember the big, big moves for the color blue, too, for a light blue. Yeah, uh, I think light blue has yeah. a lot to credit to Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, it'll be hard. I mean, if Jokic wins us a um, Larry Ob, which obviously is the expectation, like it'll be, it'll be hard not to do that. Maybe we'll be the first team to just uh, retire both numbers or the same <laughs> number, but both jerseys. I don't know what I'm saying. You get it. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to look up that stat and see if. Uh... See if any other yeah. team has has retired the same number for for two different guys. Yeah. Also, side note, I'm looking at this Lamarcus Aldridge draft 2006. This is awful. I did not know who was in this draft. <laughs> this is not a good draft at all. Um, that's interesting. Oh, Paul Millsap was in the O6 oh, draft. I didn't go. know that. There you Heck go. Yeah. Okay. Well, we traded Tyrese Tyrese Thomas Tyrese something mm-hmm. for Lamarcus Aldridge with Chicago at draft day. Um, yeah, move. there are a bunch of a bunch of trades that happened. Rajan, Rondo. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, digressing again. Jacob. Yeah, no worries, no worries. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I think it's safe to say uh, uh, it's always tricky when you're when you're talking about retiring somebody's number. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, next next bit of news, we've got uh, the Suns smoking the Lakers by thirty to take a three-two lead. What do we think about that, fellas? Because personally, as a Portland fan, I love it. I love it. When the Lakers I don't lose. love I don't love either team, but you know, yeah, I'm gonna pick the Suns over the Lakers any day. I'm gonna pick anybody over the Lakers any day. Exactly. Oh yeah, it was uh, the second best result last night for sure. Uh, <laughs> but it, uh, but it, it does make me very happy, uh, especially. I, I mean, everyone knows the Nuggets lost last year to the Lakers too, as well. And uh, yeah, I can't stand the Lakers, so uh, it's awesome to see that and. Uh, uh, you know, and more wins for homegrown teams too. That you know, another thing for yeah. Blazers to be optimistic about. Another reason why I'm rooting against the Nets in general. So, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, so shout out the Suns, uh, building it a little bit more the right way. Mm-hmm. For sure. Uh, and now uh, our final bit of news is that Joel Embiid has a small meniscus tear. He was out for Game Five today, but the 76ers still pulled off the win. Do you guys believe they have a shot at beating the Hawks if if Embiid is out for an extended period of time? Well, Joel, he's the MVP, so he must be able to um, pull it off, right? So, um, oh, <laughs> MVP, I think, did he play I like think 50 games? Slight, I think that's some slight shade thrown at, at Philly. Right <laughs> oh, now. wait a second. That's right. Joel missed something like 100,000 games this year and is barely, <laughs> yeah. uh, barely that good on defense. Um, no, I don't think the Sixers can um, pull it out without their big giant tree of a man. Um, <laughs> and um, Ben Simmons, who is from some continent or country I don't know of. Um, oh, I guess Australia. Australia? <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, he can't shoot three. 
and a three or free throws. or free throws yeah um and he is their second best player um and um oh that's right dwight howard <laughs> um hey he got it he got a chip with the lakers he doesn't care. yeah he has a championship and he's just gonna bring his snakes to the stadium and just hope that that'll uh you know scare everybody away yeah i don't know i don't know what he's planning on doing so yeah that's the whole 76ers plan without mb um sounds okay to me i think i think they still have a good shot of beating the hawks but of course they do because because i don't know but i i i really was pulling for the next two but they were letting trey young just move around wherever he wanted pretty much and so it's gonna be interesting when he actually faces like a defense and and uh him against uh bible is gonna be really crazy and uh yeah i'm interested that they're gonna keep on hacking a ben or whatever it's called now (laughs) they're gonna hack a ben (laughs) (laughs) for sure blazer ben what's your take I mean, I'm, I don't have much take on the East Coast. <laughs> well yeah. put. Damn, that's a good yeah, answer. There's not going to be an East I would Coast. Not, there's not going to be an East Coast win. Yeah, I would. I would not be For surprised sure. if both of these series are sweeps. Yeah, so yeah. one of the teams is going to sweep the other one. I really don't care who it is, but <laughs> I just really want to get one quick question in for the Denver peeps while we have them on. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, every year the talk of your homegrown team is like you're missing one piece. You know, like for us Portland, we're missing a, a four. We're missing a lengthy power forward, someone to score, which we can't ever obtain in the off season. Do you guys feel that there's a missing piece on your roster, minus Jamal Murray and his injuries? You know, but someone to just elevate your gameplay so um it's so funny because yeah with jamal murray it's aaron gordon and they they, they traded and got aaron gordon and then they were eight and oh and then you know everything happened but uh currently where the nuggets are at uh yeah they definitely um i would love like a, a bible type like uh you know it's kind of funny like a gary harris type almost but uh just like a more <laughs> yeah. defensive minded guard <laughs> that uh, maybe a little bit more uh, a three-point threat. And, and that's, uh, I think uh, Jokic hasn't played with like a more consistent three-point shooter besides Jamal, really. So, and what do you think, Noah? Yeah, I agree. I think that's always been my frustration is um, even with Jamal, who's a great shooter and this year had a great year, having somebody who when the ball is in their hand and they're um, beyond the arc being like, well, that that's going to go in more often than it's not. Um, and like, I felt like we were kind of maybe a little bit in like the Kemba sweepstakes, sweepstakes for a little. And like, there's some people who over the years for free agency, I thought we were going to get, but like, if we got a real spot up shooter, then that would be really great. Um, but if MPJ is continues to shoot the way he's shooting, then our team is, looks very good without any need to pay anybody a stupid amount of money. Yeah, I feel like you guys lost a lot of defenders this offseason, you know, with Jeremy Grant, Torrey Craig, Gary Harris. Those those I felt like those were all elite defenders. Yeah. Yeah, you and know, and that were, and that was the main Aaron Gordon thing. Like they I'd probably still do that trade like 100 times out of 100 because it would have been like Nuggets defense is not good, but it would have been way worse without Aaron Gordon, which is like kind of crazy. Yeah. Uh, but uh <laughs> So yeah, it, it, it was a lot. And you know, uh, Millsap has always been a great defender, but he's not getting younger or it can jump higher, you know? So like it, it's, there's a combination of a bunch of things like that. And 
Uh, we haven't even mentioned PJ Dozier's out too, which isn't a household name at all, but he was quickly turning into uh, the best defender the Nuggets had, mm-hmm. like a utility guy. And, uh, and of course, he's not available. So, uh, but yeah, that's it's always a, a, a bug, begging question, you know? Yeah. Who'd you guys trade for Gordon, by the way? I forgot. Yeah, Gary Harris, RJ Hampton, and then a pick. So, uh, Hampton was your rookie, right? Yeah, and he wasn't playing as yeah. much, but when you lose three of your top guards, you'd love to have RJ Hampton. <laughs> so it's oh, absolutely. He's good. So, yeah. But again, I don't yeah, think... Yeah, I like RJ Hampton. Oh, he, yeah. he'll, he'll be good on Orlando. They'll be using him a lot, too. So. Yeah, oh, for sure. Well, that's that's, that's sure. a Portland thing as we trade away players and then they have like their best season afterwards, yeah. you know? It's just cliche and that's what happens for us. Yeah, Nuggets have like yeah. that Malik Beasley spot too where like they're good players, everybody knows, but you can't like give them the ball enough so they want to leave too. <laughs> so I think that yeah. I think that would have been RJ Hampton in like a year anyway, so. <laughs> right on. Cool. All right, fellas. So uh, before we wrap it yeah. up, uh, I want to give you guys like a quick, 30 40 seconds just to kind of give any shout outs uh let let our listeners know where to follow you what your handles are um just so that uh you know in case we have anybody that wants to follow you guys and and hear about the nuggets they can do that so the floor is yours yeah so um i'll go first noah our podcast is uh the chicken and the nuggets uh yeah you can find it on uh the basketball podcast network along with this podcast you're listening to now uh we're very silly uh we have we're stand-up comedians so we're not like journalists or uh analysis at all or anything like that so uh we uh we do we talk about chicken half the episode and then we talk about the nuggets the rest so we we pick a chicken each week and usually we have comedian guests we did uh fire on the mountain which i think started in portland too i don't know if you guys have mm-hmm. had that uh yeah yeah, that's like one of my favorite wings places and uh so we do local stuff like that but we did chick-fil-a this last week and um you know so uh if you if you want to listen and and you don't like the nuggets just listen to the first half (laughs) and uh you can listen to about chicken and if you don't like chicken but you like the nuggets you listen to the back half and if you don't like either uh yeah i don't know we don't have anything for listen you. to this podcast. yeah i guess so <laughs> yeah if you don't like either then you suck <laughs> yeah listen to npr or something yeah exactly read a book uh chick-fil-a man if you can't get a chicken sandwich on a sunday like what's the deal we talk we about, about it about man it. <laughs> <laughs> very uh, heated right very heated to me cool i yeah all the same things jacob said listen to our stuff uh follow us on instagram and things we're very silly like jacob said um and i am in uh i'm gonna be visiting my grandmother in portland um in (laughs) august for a memorial service so if anybody has any comedy that they want (laughs) to let me do hit me up uh right on how do they hit you up oh yeah hit me up on instagram i guess it's at official noah reynolds um and i'll be there for a funeral and hit me up i'm trying to do comedy in portland so yeah you gotta get on that helium stage man i'd love to it sounds great let's get some chicken when i'm there you guys that sounds great man hit us up hell yeah i definitely will Sounds like you have to nice. do five at that funeral, though, first. You have to I, perform at that They funeral. specifically said they don't want me to do five. <laughs> so I'm going to not. Well, this is fun. Well, yeah, well, on that note, yeah. <laughs> that's a wrap for this episode. Yeah. Noah, Jacob, thank you guys so much for taking the time to join us. Uh, shout out to my co-host, Blazer Ben. 
uh, and everyone that makes the show possible, uh, and especially you, our listeners, our Twitter followers, our bucket busters. You make doing all of this worthwhile. And with that, Blazer Ben, see us out, my man. That's it for this episode, Blazer fans. Don't forget to rate, follow, and subscribe if you're digging what we're saying. Remember to stay safe out there, Rift City. We'll catch you next time on the Busted Bucket Podcast. Thanks for listening.